Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Coming from a Place of Love. My name is Shella Soul, and today we are talking about, you know, just wanting the the best for society. Like, you know, when it comes to politics, I try to stay out of things. Like, you know, maybe in the past I was very vocal about my thoughts and what I think about particular people, but I've sort of gone into this, you know, I don't want to attack their character. I just would say, you know what I mean? Let let them do their job if they can do their job. Soon enough, we will see, you know, and soon enough, you know what I mean? Other people will be given the chance. I just think that, you know, leadership is something you're born with and it's something that flows from, you know, within. So even if you get up there, really, you know, without a strategic plan, without people's vision, or your own vision, it's kind of hard to plot your way through. And I think, you know, regardless of what you face, regardless of the opposition that you have, regardless of what people think about you, how you look, how you dress, it does not take away from what you can achieve and what you're able to do. I think that when we're elected to positions, because personally in my life, I've been put in positions. And, you know, sometimes I'm given what to do or I'm given, you know, a, a direction of how we should go. Or sometimes you just got to wing it, you know what I'm saying? It just seems like, you know, the person who goes the hardest really is the person with the most passion, you know. And sometimes people might not share that same passion or may look at you like, you know what I'm saying, you got time on your hands. But it's really about creating time to actually do things and achieve things. And one thing I find that in a group, Sometimes you get that one thing where, you know, you just don't look like everybody else. You just don't talk like everybody else. You just don't function like everybody else. So you're 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 unique in the way you do things. I've been, you know, I've been sitting there and people just going behind me checking what I'm typing because I'm closing my eyes. Like if I'm really into things or if I'm really passionate about something, I actually think. I think hard. I sit down and I think about what I'm going to do. And I think hard about it and I kind of like visual, visualize while closing my eyes and seeing what I want to say and I type it. You know what I mean? So I block everything else out, like the distractions, maybe what people are doing, how people are on their phone, things that would make you just stop your train of thought, I block it out and I concentrate. And to me, that's my work. That's what I do. So even when I'm in a group, I love working with people, bouncing ideas off of people or, you know, being bound, you know, like the ideas are bounced off on me. I don't mind. And I pitch in and whatever. But what I don't understand, and this is what, you know, I sometimes disagree with is people have a hard time attributing the true identity of who came up with the idea. They don't want to tell you, you know, or give you the credit you deserve. They'll hand you out peanuts, probably even less than you deserve. Take the greatest. But you know what often happens is they end up coming back. Why? Because sometimes the value of what you get from someone is much more. And I'm not saying and I'm not saying that they always going to come back to me. But I'm just saying that at the same time, everybody is blessed with one thing, you know, which is wisdom in the mind to achieve and a mind to actually think about the things you want to do and plan accordingly and execute. Um, the difference between everybody else is just their priority and how much 
of you know priority they give to whatever they're doing so this is not to say anybody is you know better than anybody or whatever it's just that people just have a different way of working that once they get in there they they find how to fit you know they're not looking for where to fit in they sort of blend in and can and can vibe with certain people and just get stuff done. So you you cool with everybody. You cool with everybody at the top of the chain. Cool with everybody at the bottom of the chain. And what this does is this makes you kind of hated. You know what I mean? And this is where you have to look at the broader picture. You have to look at the good of everybody. I won't mind to not receive my credit before a legacy to be put down for me. But it would affect my future relations with you, though. In the sense that we cool and everything. I didn't get my props. That's cool. But I can't continue to work in that kind of environment. I can't, you know. So sometimes things happen, and it's for your own benefit. Because if you are a part of a group, you should be treated like every member of the group. If they're going to celebrate people, they should be celebrating you, too. And oftentimes, people like to play down your input so it take away from what you actually brought to the table. Because not everybody bringing the same thing to the table. We all at the table, but not everybody bringing the same thing. But the fact that it's on the table, ain't nobody saying, oh, but you didn't bring potato salad. Everybody eat. But it's obvious who brought what. But everybody eat. So when one person not eating, then you have to ask yourself, okay, are we being fair? And I've said this many times, you know, I'm not a political person. So I can recognize when people are making progress, when countries, when towns and cities are making progress by the leadership they select. Opportunities start to come. And it's not just for one type of person or one type of religion or just one type of tribe. It becomes a global initiative to empower the people. A workforce that includes everybody, diversity. So it's not just because they speak the same language as you that y'all get along, but it's because you can recognize that in everybody there's wisdom. It just takes a lot of discovery, self-discovery, and just the ability to let it shine regardless. A lot of people will throw things at you, like what have you achieved? What have you done with your life? Simply because you're not in a list that we made to show our wealth. Like it really matters when it comes to sowing your legacy, how much you really have. Yes, to some degree, to some people it's everything. But to the majority who knows what grace it is, just be able to live and do what you love without owing somebody. You know what I mean? It's, it's a blessing. It's a real blessing. So for me, you know, I can recognize when leaders deserve an opportunity to continue the work that they've already started. Because I know progress is, is, is something that a lot of people don't overlook. They're looking for results. But you don't get results unless you make progress. And this is where we have to, you know, elevate our way of thinking 
and encourage people as as a result of you know just learning about them instead of looking for their flaws so you could throw them back at them try learning about them so you can actually help them develop and help them go by because a lot of people sit there and say you ain't shit but you the reason why they own shit you the reason why they can actually sleep at night and know that they got something to wake up to tomorrow because you were kind enough to share kind enough to love kind enough to help somebody come from a place of love I don't help people you know I remember you know this lady who did me wrong stole from me I mean she still lives with me but she stole from me and she stole top and for me I didn't mind you know because when people don't have but I was just upset because I'd expect if you don't have some come to me ask me I give you something you know what I mean? It might not be that fucking flashy shit, but I give you something because I'm the kind of person where if you don't have, I know what it's not, what it's like not to have. So if you don't have, I'm not looking at you like, oh, you with less. I'm looking at you like, how can I add, you know, to what you got to make you feel like you got it so you don't have to steal it from me. But not everybody is thinking that way. And what she explained to me when she first came, you know, to work with us, I was like, you know, okay, you know, what about your past? And I could see tears in her eyes. And she talked about how this person was star- starving her, literally starving her. I didn't let her eat. And the food she was eating was just expired food, expired food, expired food, rotten food. So I was touched. So I was like, you know what? Don't even stay in the BQ. Stay in the main house. You're part of this family, whatever you need. Showed her everything with the house. Showed her where things were. Showed her how to do certain things. So I got used to this all. This is somebody riding. This is somebody who's been through a tough past. You know what I mean? Until, like, a week later, I see a note. And in the note, it was like, you know, join us or suffer. Something, Something like that. And I was like, okay, cool. What is this? I didn't know what it was. So I just I just burnt it. You know what I mean? And okay. Then after a while, like maybe a couple of days, you know, she was she was helping me pour some hot water and she just threw it at me. So I was I was a little tripped because I was like, okay, that was I didn't see that. Like, you know, you would think, oh, it just happened by mistake, but I know this bitch threw it at me. But I couldn't get what was going on. And I remember, you know, saying a prayer after she walked, she said, blood of Jesus. I just said, blood of, blood of Jesus. I don't know what's going on, but this, this chick is scaring me. I think I told my mom. But you see, with my mom, you could tell her things, but then she thinks, oh, it's just, you know, you're just acting out or whatever, or you, you just have a vendetta. But I'm the kind of person where... I don't have a vendetta with anybody. I treat everybody the way they should be treated. I be like, whatever you need, take, whatever you want, ask. But apparently there's some people that they don't give a fuck. What you say, how you say it, and how nice you are. They just gonna do them. So she did that, and then I said a little prayer. And then I think that same week, she was filling the, the same flask. And the bottom just gave way, and all the hot water just poured on her hand. And I think it left a scar. 
and I remember just, you know, feeling sorry, and I was like, sorry about that, you know, and then I remember the hot water and how I felt, you know what I'm saying, how that shit burnt me, you know what I'm saying, I said, oh, that's karma, you know, like, but I didn't say it out loud, but I was just thinking about it, like, ooh, that was pretty fast, thank you, Lord, in the sense that I wasn't wishing for her to get burnt, but I knew that with everything, and my dad always told me that whatever you do to somebody, if it's really bad, it comes back to you, you know what I mean? So I just kept that as, thank you, Lord, for looking out for me, and I let that slide until, like, maybe last month, I just noticed that this this girl is wearing my clothes, you know, because I had asked her to, to help me, you know what I'm saying, clean up and just, you know, wash a couple of clothes, and she was wearing my clothes. And the first thought, I was angry because, you know, if every, anybody knows me is I make my money, but my money comes in season. So I'm not, you know, particularly the type of person that goes shopping every weekend. So I do it seasonally. Like if I get a chance to go to London, I shop out there. I come back. You know, I wear foreign clothes, but I've started shopping in Nigeria as well. So there's a balance, you know what I mean? So I was like, okay, you know, and it was an expensive shirt, you know what I mean? And to me, it was disrespectful because I had just told this bitch, ask me whatever you want, I'll give it to you. Because she had asked me for some clothes and whatever, and I said, okay, I'll go through it, you know what I mean? And she did that. Then the second one she wore, you know what I mean? And then, you know, today she wore another one. And I was so upset. I'm still upset. But, you know, I've learned that when I was now reflecting about when she was telling me a story and she started crying, I started thinking to myself, like, which motherfucker will starve somebody? You know what I mean? Um, Which motherfucker will starve somebody who's nice and who's loving and all that shit? And then when this shit happened to me, I started saying, yes, a motherfucker that's been stolen from. I just said to myself, like, damn, like, you know, you think to yourself, oh, how would somebody treat somebody so nice, you know? And then they do some crazy shit to them. And that's just, you know, the instinct. And then I said to myself, yeah, that's why the bitch was starving you. That's why they was doing that. Because I was like, which psychologically dead person is going to treat somebody nice like that? Except you stealing from that motherfucker. And niggas don't like things. No matter what, niggas don't like things. I know shit. Like, I'm not talking about taking the meat from the pot behind somebody's back, taking some pot from the fridge, you know what I'm saying? That's some, you know what I'm saying, that's some regular shit that we did as kids that we dropped when we got to a certain age. But when you start stealing shit from people, wearing it in their face, you an armed robber. Nigga, put a weapon in your hand, you can shoot somebody on that type of shit. And that's how I am, is I start to see traits that people are willing to pass down to kids. Next thing you know, they kids gonna be wearing your shit. Next thing you know, they gonna have everybody else wearing your shit from inside your house. So it let me understand that sometimes you bring people in your home, don't know nothing about them, don't know their background. They tell you a couple of side stories and you believe it, but you don't know the background of why somebody would do that. But sometimes when you learn it, you understand the karma of everything can't get that top back but I certainly have the wisdom to know that these kind of people you can't live with and the bitch leaving I'm so excited I've never been so excited in my life to let a motherfucker who steal your shit go 
everybody who's coming up to my house has stolen shit from me. Laptops, fucking hard drives, nigga, whatever it is that I have that's of value, I've had people up in my, my house come and steal it. And I let them. Because I know that God, you know, whatever God give you and whatever somebody take away, he give you times two. You know what I mean? Had my phone stolen, nigga. I used two models higher than the motherfucking phone that was stolen. Or a model higher. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you just never without. God just keeps on blessing you for what people think they gonna take from you. And they ain't never go anywhere in life with that kind of attitude. That I'd rather take it than make it. Or I'd rather, you know what I'm saying? I'd rather just make you be at a disadvantage so I can look like I'm the greatest. And it doesn't work out. And I just want to say, still coming from a place of love, I'm grateful for everybody I'm working with. United Masters, all the amazing people I've worked with, Amuse, thank you for the time I spent, you know what I'm saying, marketing my stuff. My albums are still on your platform, so I got no hate for you, no beef. You know what I mean? The bag, too, for me, is a journey. And there's more journeys that we can do together. You know, United Masters giving me the opportunity, Twitter, Cash App, everybody who has made an effort to stay connected with what I do, my brand, and my music. Um, show love. You know what I mean? Show love because what I do is special. You know what I'm saying? And I don't write it down. I just do it from the top. So for me, it's encouragement. Love is encouragement. Love is, you know what I'm saying, whatever you got, you know what I'm saying, that you want to bless. You know what I mean? Bless for it. You know what I mean? It's, it, 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 it's not to make people say, oh, yeah, you know, what, what person will be financially strapped with a guy or whatever is I just never train myself to depend or on a man. You know what I mean? I never train myself to, to you know, make demands from a man, you know, that I'm not married to. If he was my husband, yeah, I would hit that nigga up for some money. But if he's not my husband, he's really not financially responsible for how I make my shit and how I do my shit. But at the same time, if he feel like he want to bless my business, nigga, go ahead. You just train him for the position, you know what I'm saying? And hopefully you get the position. So shout out to the love of my life and all the people. My brother, my nephews, everybody who keeps me grounded. My sister-in-law, my brothers, my sisters, my aunties, my uncles, my cousins. Niggas real with me, niggas ain't real with me. Y'all inspire me anyway. God bless you and thank you for coming from a place of love. Thank you.